uh, I'm a person that was diagnosed with autism at age three. And as a person on the spectrum, I went to different challenges in my life, such as social communication, being nonverbal to age four, rejection, bullying, discrimination, and many challenges in life. But throughout my life, I've overcome those challenges to achieve key goals of graduating from college, be able to get full-time employment, be writing my own book, become a motivational speaker, being work on doing work on television, and more important today, an international ambassador for autism and many other causes. This is a podcast in which we'll talk about different topics, autism, mental health, and many others that impact our community and our world. And we're gonna have we're gonna have people as guests as in which I can interview from around the world. So without further ado, welcome to my time with Tony Fernandez Umari. Yes, hi. Thank you so much for joining me in this new episode of My Time with Tony Hernandez Pumarejo, the podcast with purpose in this world. I greatly appreciate all of you for being with me here in this very special episode. If you haven't done so yet, I invite you to please subscribe to my podcast through all the different platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, YouTube, and soon iHeartRadio. I invite you to share the word about this podcast with everybody that you know. So if you if you like the episode, rate it and share the word. This is the best podcast with purpose in this world today. So today we're going to change a little bit the format of the podcast and we're going to do interviews. I don't know if, if you I don't know if you're familiar with my background, but I, I did have a program in Univision called Tu Proposito in Spanish or Your Purpose in which I had uh, interviewed with different people from around the world, especially from the autism community. So we're gonna do that today. And my first guest for this for my podcast is somebody that is very special to me. I had the honor and privilege of meeting him a couple of years ago. His name is John Delancey. John Delancey was born in Missouri. Uh, he's an autistic uh, person, was diagnosed at age 13. And, as, as, and just like many autistics, he went through his challenges and struggles but he has overcome those challenges and, over, and struggles to achieve great things in our community. Uh, you know, he has a passion for what is called Zumba. And if you haven't done Zumba, I invite you to do it. It is something very unique, fun, and, ex- you know, you do, you do a lot of exercise into it, but you have a lot of fun. Um, John, start, you know, learn about this passion for Zumba, I believe, in a class in YMCA 2012. Uh, I believe that's the first time you got into Zumba. And you have worked very hard to, to be able to achieve a certification of being the first autistic of being certified as Zumba instructor you know, in the country, in America. Uh, John had a, his first ever Zumba for Autism event back in 2018 here in Florida. And I had, I'm proud to say that I was part of that, of that program and that event. Uh, we worked together in that project. And today, uh, you know, John is one of the best uh, advocate, you know, one of the great, you know, best advocates for our community, going around the country, around America, doing different Zumba for Autism events, and be able to make that difference in our community. Uh, so it is an honor. And also before I, and also before I go to John, I, I would like to say that John was my first ever guest, or my first ever interview that I ever did, both in English and Spanish, back in 2019 when we were in interview when he came to Orlando. So it is an honor and a privilege to have with all of us here today, my episode, my podcast, my time with Tony Nandes Pomerjo, 
Mr. John Delancey, or the so-called Mr. Sumba. John, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Hey, everybody. Mr. Sumba Fitness here. Happy to be here with Tony on his podcast, my first podcast with him. Thank so you. So, Tony, any questions you have, please ask. I'm an open book. I'm here for you. This is your show. What uh, can do to well, I'm honored and privileged for you to be here as my first guest in the podcast. So I'm honored and privileged for you to be here. So, John, tell us to our, our, our audience, who is John Delancey in your own words? So a uh, 37-year-old man who teaches autism, who teaches about autism as well, and teaches Zuma Fitness and kind of does Zumathons to raise awareness. And I put two and two together, which really works well raising money for different organizations and service providers, putting Zumba into it, just showing that if I can do it, so can anyone else out there. So I started making my motto, autism means I can, because it does. You just got to think about it. Don't doubt yourself. Don't give up. Just keep going, like doing laundry, and you can succeed. You can achieve all these things. I've gotten this far, so can anyone else. Every one of us has our own talents and abilities. I just decided to put two and two together and it worked out. So next Friday, I'm speaking at my high school, how I got into Zuma being on the spectrum. And I'm teaching six Zuma classes. I told the principal, I've done 10 in a whole day. My wow. energy is in this. So. You, you've been very active. I don't, that, you know. So, huh? You've been very active across the country with your classes for Zumba. I know you have a, a speaking engagement in your high school this coming Friday, I believe, and many other events. Uh, my question yeah. is, uh, where, you know, I mentioned a little bit, where do you got this passion for Zumba? How, how, did, how was it born? I took a Zumba class at the YMCA that I lived by June of 2012, walked in the class, had no idea what Zumba was, didn't know what the word Zumba meant, didn't know what to expect, went in, left, feeling rejuvenated, inspired, and excited about it. And I took classes five to six times at that same YMCA every week after that. And I never thought I'd be certified. Never thought I'd be teaching, speaking about autism, having my own Zimba classes, raising awareness. But God had other plans. Amen. And boy, did he have plans. Amen. And he had a purpose for you. You know, just like you and you're an advocate in Orange County. And now I know someone there, you know. Yeah. It's a unique story because I'm so proud that you talked, you know, told me that I was a, I am a mentor to you, and and you know, I, I brought you here to Orlando to, you know, for the Sumba event. We put it all together back in 2018. I remember that like it was yesterday. I still have my yellow Sumba for Autism T-shirt. I don't know if you have yours, you? but I do have it. Yeah, I have two. Awesome. I still have it to this very day. Uh, so a little bit going back, uh, John, so you, as I said, you were diagnosed at what age again? At the age of 13. So right when I was going into the sixth grade and I went to a Christian school and it was hard to adapt because I'd been homeschooled. So this is my first real school setting, being inside of a classroom. And we didn't have Zimba Fitness back then. We had Jazzercise. A lot of people remember what Jazzercise was. Oh, so. Okay. And how was your childhood? Uh, how was, you know, what challenges you face as you were growing up from childhood to teenager all the way to adult? If you can, if, if you don't mind going a little bit, tell it to that. No, no, it was really hard because I was on Ritalin and Ritalin kind of messed me up. Like I would wet the bed. I'd have crying spells. I was hard for me to socialize back then. And I couldn't have any red or blue Skittles or Nims because of the sugar in them. So any red or blue Skittles or M&Ms would make me really, really hyper. 
because the red dye number 40 and blue seven. But now there's no reaction to it. I've grown up. I'm an adult now, so I don't have that same reaction to it. No bad effects. So, And it was really hard, though, because I would ask people if they liked me like a friendship over and over again because I wasn't really sure of myself being at that age, seven and eight. So, Okay. Do you have difficulty making friends? or Not like I used to. Okay. And what was your like your favorite hobbies as you were growing up? What do you love to do? I was just an outdoor active person. I would play outside till the street lights came back on. I wasn't really into TV. I was just really into playing with kids my own age, physical fitness, you know, because I didn't even go to the gym back then. I was just a kid. And this is way back in the 90s. Okay. So what is, I, I don't know if, I, if, if you don't mind telling me, what is your age right now? 37. So I talked to all my childhood friends to this day, and they're like, you're a Zoom instructor? They cannot believe how much I achieve. I'm like, yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah. If I can do it, you can do it too, whether you're autistic or you're not autistic. And I'm like, you once knew me. I'm not trying to be a star, but I'm like, I'm telling my back, I'm honored to know you. You know, my head is the same length it's always been. Yeah. And I'm honored to know you. And this is a great conversation from one autistic to another. And, and John, uh, as you were growing up, uh, you have, you know, how was your relationship with, you know, with your family, your parents? Do you have any siblings or how was Pretty it? good. I had one brother that lives out in Arizona. So he's out in Gilbert, Arizona. So I'm getting ready to go visit him in December around my birthday, my first time visiting him. Oh, and wow. he likes to see the dry climate. So I've never been to Arizona. I've never experienced it. So this would be a good birthday present. Yeah, I was in December the 9th. That's awesome. I went to Arizona recently, going to the Grand Canyon and, and many places in my trip a couple of months ago. It was great. I mm -hmm. love it. And John, uh, just in what was like, you know, how, you know, besides Sumba, what was like your first job? Did you go to college? Can you talk I about I never went to college. I just worked my whole life. My first job was working at Taco Bell. So I do have a fast food history, you know. When I was just starting out, I worked at a movie theater. I worked at a concession stand at my high school. You know, I worked over at NC State. So, and how was that experience? Because this is, you know, retail is not easy. I work in retail, it's a lot of social communication and a lot of customers. Because when I worked at Kmart, I worked at Kmart for about seven years and I got really into it. I won a lot of awards at Kmart for customer service. So it wasn't hard for me because I got used to it. Black Friday was good because it kept us busy, you know. And when the store closed, I missed all the people I worked with because, you know, there's not a lot of Kmart around anymore. Yeah. That's the one on South Orange Blossom Trail closed, the one down there. Ah, it's yes. Now. Yeah, Kmarts yeah. Are, are almost to the point of extinction. If there are any left, there are only a few. And, John, yeah. uh, and going back to your story, uh, what was one moment in your life that you thought that it was the most challenging and, you know, that you have the most difficulty overcome and how it impacted your life? Probably when I was 13 years old, not just being diagnosed with autism and learning about it, but becoming a teenager. Back then, being a teenager was hard. I didn't have a mentor to turn to. Now I'm surrounded by them. Wow. Lots of people I can ask. Because we didn't have Facebook back then, so we had no social media. We just had a phone. We didn't even have cell We had a landline. So you'd have to pick up and call. And I moved around a lot. So it was hard for me to kind of 
call people. I wasn't a phone person like I am now. I work on the phone. So this Tuesday, I'm doing a virtual Zoomathon on Zoom with Autism Research Texas. So it's an organization down in Texas. So July, I'm going to go there. She's securing venues for us to do that. But this is kind of to get the people excited so they can kind of see me and get familiar. So by the time I come there, we have a good turnout. Uh, so. Nice, nice. And, and I know you've been across the country. You know, sorry, yeah. for, I know you since 2018. You've been in television, you know, interviews. Going now to your experience as a Zumba, when did you got the certification of being the first certified Zumba instructor? When, how did that happen? When did, when did it happen? I got my license June 14th of 2015. So what it is, is it's an all-day all day train there from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And you start off with the Zumba class and you learn about all the different rhythms, what it is, how you interact with your class, how you become a certified though, all the different methods. It's an all-day training, but it's worth it. So mine was $300, but it's really money well spent, you know. Nice. Like I use it in Zumba, but like I said, I do events and I kind of use it outside of the gym too, you know, to build a fan base. To me, that's what it's all about. You know, and I like to, you know, I like to, if I do an event with an organization in Florida, I like to leave a little donation of my own because I know it's for a good cause. Definitely. And and, tell, and now I'm going to continue with your Zumba experience. What is the most difficult thing about Zumba? You know, what is like misconceptions about Zumba that perhaps you can help our audience explain? I can't think of any hard parts for it. I just like, I keep going and I think it's great because it really helps you meet people and you learn their names and you get to know them and you see them on a regular basis. I haven't had any obstacles in it, honestly, from my point of view. Oh. I haven't come across any, you know. Okay. Yeah, I know that. Doing a Zoom event, all my students are on Facebook so they can see me. So it's like they're still there with me in spirit because they follow me and. My favorite state that I have to say to do events in will be Florida because Florida has a big, big autism community. And I've oh. done more than one there. Tony, you know, we have a big following there. I, People are supportive. They come out to do events. And, you know, they like to have fun. I like to party and hang out, too. I have a little free time of my own. When hey, I you need to have fun. You have to have party. It's life. You have to enjoy it. You have to enjoy what you love doing yeah. and you enjoy it i see it you know every time that you go to a different event and you keep me posted we have keep in touch throughout yeah. these years and i'm very proud of you man I, I i think you're one of the few you know leaders that have really made the difference and and i'm very proud of knowing you so and i know that you know i know we have, we have a big following in florida so i don't know when yeah. you're gonna come back to florida no you keep me you let me know <laughs> I believe I'm coming back to do Zumba for the Fall Autism Speaks Walk. Yes. And I think it's going to be, and there's one in September, I believe, and another one in November. There's two. Yes. So I always let you know, because when Tony's not in town, it's not the same without Tony there. I'm like, oh, why does he have to be out of town? But you can't help it. <laughs> yeah. If it is Autism Speaks, you'll see me there. Either oh, in good. November. I saw in the interview with a hat on and a backdrop. Was that the last walk? I was like, yeah, he has a little hat on, Autism Speaks. Was that yeah. last year? That yeah, was last year, yeah, back in November in Altima. Yeah, I think I was asked to be there, but I had a scheduling conflict and I couldn't be there. Mm -hmm. And you told me you went out there. So I'm glad you got to go out there and support because I know you said you were going to stop by. So, yeah, I work, you know, I work with autism, you know, with autism speaks. That's my job, also. So, I will be yeah, you know, without a job title. So, I just became an advocate here. So, I've been moved up to here because we don't have any advocates. I'm the first one here. 
they never heard about, but now they invented a job title. They made an apartment for me. So. so you're in North Carolina right now, correct? Yes, correct. Okay. All right. Perfect. Perfect. And, you know, John, um, you know, now going to another question I wanted to ask you for our audience. You know that there's a different families, autistic advocates, you know, professionals in the autism community. From your experience, since you were a child all the way to adult, how do you define autism in your life? Um, I don't think as a disease, I think all you need to really give someone is just unconditional love. Give them your time. Learn about it. I'm still learning. There's so many different parts. Just research. Ask someone. Get with like an organization like ASD, Nonpareil, where there's classes, Autism Society, Autism Speaks, and that way you have activities, you can network, you can meet people, they have information, they have staff there. And they make sure that you're kind of entertained and you have someone by your side. That's what's so great about Florida. There's lots of resources, you know, any, any state has them. There's always organizations. I know a lot of them here in North Carolina. So yeah. Before you turn to advocate though, because before I met you, we didn't have an advocate here. So you inspired me and now I'm an advocate. They just gave me the job. We didn't have one before. They had wow. never heard of it. Told what it was I said, yeah, let's give you the job. We need one here. So Awesome. I'm learning from you. It's great. I'm learning from you because you've done this longer than I have and it helps. Yeah. yeah. I really appreciate your words and support always. I really do. And even though we live in different states, I'm looking forward we'll probably in the future to do more work in North Carolina from my aunt. Uh, what, what area of North Carolina, if you don't mind telling me? No, I don't mind. So I'm in Raleigh. So we have our autism walk in October and it's always in October and it's here in Raleigh. Yeah. These so are one walk of the year. Is it through the Autism Society of North Carolina? It is. It's our run walk. We have lots of teams that come. So if you ever want to come, Tony, I'd love for you to. I don't know the date yet. I'm still waiting here. But it is in October. Sounds perfect. 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 So, John, before we go, uh, what message do you have, you know, whether it's for parents, to other autistic advocates, for community and society in general? about what should we um, do to help each autistic individual achieve a better life? What, what message do you have? I just say, reach out to people. You know, don't be afraid to ask if they have autism. I always tell them I do. It doesn't offend me. Autism means I can. You know, I don't tell my story to get sympathy or pity. I just tell it to open up doors for people on the spectrum and off the spectrum. And if you want to hear it, I'll tell you. Like the students in my high school, I'm happy to tell you. It's like riding a bike. It stays with me. I know my own story. And before I go, I do want to give out one shout out. My friend, Tom Hemby, he's a professional musician in Brentwood, Tennessee, and he inspired me. And I grew up watching him. He plays bass and he's going to do Zumba one day. He told me he would. So I told him, just go at your own pace. But that's pretty much it. I want to thank you, Tom. And just really autism. Just reach out to people, kids and adults, both. What? We have me and Tony. We're all over. There's resources. You could look online, you know. Well said. And, and and just before we go, uh, what do you have, you know, how can, you know, what is your future plans? What do you plan to do? What future plans? If you can give us a, a little scoop about it. My goal one day is to do an event in Los Angeles, California. If I ever find a person or organization out there, I'm working on Los Angeles, California for a future date. If that ever opens up. Amen. But Amen. just, a year from now, I just want to keep doing what I'm doing if I see myself a year from now. 
Perfect. And John, how can people follow you? Do you have, you know, social media, you have social media, website. Yeah, um, you can find me on Facebook. I have a YouTube channel. I just started. I was on the news. That was my first upload on YouTube. So please share it, Tony. You can follow me on Facebook. Find me on Tony's page, John J-O-N Delancey, Mr. Zuma Fitness. I'm always open for friends. Send me an email, John Delancey at yahoo.com. Just J-O-N Delancey. Send me an email, find me on Facebook, and let's network and get up. Maybe we can do an event. Maybe we can just talk. I have questions. I have answers. Reach out to me. I'm here. If anyone wants to talk. Definitely. I will definitely put the information, John. Uh, for our, our listeners and our people that watch you're watching this interview right now, you know, maybe we have organizations that will be interested in contracting you for, for Zumba for Autism. I think that would be great. Well, John, I just want to say I'm very proud of what you're doing. Keep making the difference out there. And I'm honored privileged. We did this first interview in my podcast. Yeah. And, uh, and I hope, you know, I hope to see you soon in Florida this year. So, Thank you again so much, John, for being with us here at my time with Tony Hernandez Pumarejo and the best wishes always. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. And this is it for another episode of my time with Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. I hope you like it. Uh, so if you want to learn a little bit more information in terms of the work that I do, um, please uh, subscribe to my social media, you know, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube under my, my name, Tony Hernandez, Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. You can also follow my website, www.tonyhernandezpumarejo.com. And if you're interested in getting a copy of my book, An Autism of Scripted Life, uh, you can purchase it from Amazon and, or any other platform, including my own, you know, my, my website. So I hope you liked this episode of my time with Tony Hernandez Pumarejo. And until next time with, with me, thank you. And have a wonderful day. Blessings.